Thank you for having us so long this, this morning. I was up early. <laughs> At your, your Bible, your uh, children's meeting. It's great to be with you. I've got another little lad here, and he's going to sing a little song just before I share. Is that okay? He's a little lad, lives in a box. And here he is. He's going to sing one more little song. It's good to see so many. Amen. Come on, Freddie. Oh, wow. Oh, wow, it's good to see so many here, isn't it? It's good to see so many here, Freddie. And Freddie, could you say good morning to everyone? Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and girls and boys, and everyone. <laughs> no, it's good for you. Now, Freddie, the boy, did you hear, hear the boys and girls singing? It was fantastic. Well, oh, Freddie, what are you going to sing to us this morning? Could you sing? Yes. Sit up nicely, then. Oh, you can't get to heaven without S-A-L-D-A-T-I-O-N No, you can't get to heaven without S-A-L-D-A-T-I-O-N Shout it out loud and clear S-A-L-D-A-T-I-O-N Sing it out far and near S-A-L-D-A-T-I-O-N No, you can't get to heaven without S-A-L-D-A-T-I-O-N As a gift of his love you receive S-A-L-D-A-T-I-O-N Act 16, 31 S-A-L-D-A-T-I-O-N I-O-N, just believe and receive, S-A-L-D-A-T-I-O-N. And one way God said to get to heaven, Jesus is the only way. One way to reach those turly mansions, Jesus is the only way. That's no other way, no other way, no other way to go. One way God said to get to heaven, Jesus is the only way. I'll sing that it again. Got it. No other way, no other way, no other way to go. One way God said to get to heaven. Jesus is the only way. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Freddie, you get in your little box. Okay. okay and Freddie, we're going we're to have a little memory first. There you go. I think Freddie started that last chorus just a little bit higher for himself, but he soon came down. Boys and girls, one little verse I want to read to you, and I've got it written out on a on a card, Ruth, Ruth does all the, all the artwork and I just come up here and speak. But boys and girls, a little verse is found in the Bible in Luke, Luke chapter 10. Can you do that? Luke chapter 10 and it, verse 20. Can you do that? Luke chapter 10, verse 20. Do that again. So you can have a look when you go home tonight, to this afternoon. Ready? Luke chapter 10, verse 20. And the first word that we're going to look at in that verse just looking at a little part of that verse, says rejoice. Can you do that? One, two, three. Rejoice. Everybody this time, ready? One, two, three. Rejoice. That's lovely. Hey, there's some grown-ups doing it then. And boys and girls, Jesus said these words in Luke chapter 10 
It's found here in the Bible, and verse 20, and Jesus said, rejoice. Then he told us why. He said, because, because your names are written in heaven. In heaven. Now, I know when I was here at Christmas time, I spoke about heaven, but I love talking about heaven because heaven's my home. One day, I'm going to be in heaven, and I'm going to live there forever and ever 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 and infinity and beyond. Boys and girls, heaven's a real place. Heaven's a real place, a wonderful place. And Jesus said, rejoice, because your names are written in heaven. But why? Why do we need to rejoice that our names are written in heaven? Well, boys and girls, most people want to go to heaven. I've never spoken to hardly anybody in many, many years that doesn't want to go to heaven. But the sad thing is, and not even grown-ups know this, not, not all grown-ups know this, boys and girls, so listen carefully. The sad thing is that not everybody goes to heaven. I oh, know. Not everybody goes to heaven. Now, because, you see, you can't go to heaven unless you've had two birthdays. Oh, yeah. Who's ever had a birthday? Hands up if you've ever had a birthday. Just the girls and boys. Just the, the men and women, they just appeared here. But boys and girls, we was all born, wasn't we? We've all been born into an earthly family. Sadly, not everybody knows their earthly family. But we all have an earthly family. But boys and girls, if you want to go to God's home, which is heaven... You have to be born again. The Bible says, Jesus said, unless you're born again, you can't go to heaven. And of course, that means you need, that means you need to be born of the Spirit. That means you need to ask Jesus in your heart. That means you need to be saved. You see, you can't get to heaven. I've told you before, and I'll tell you again if I come again, you can't get to heaven by being good. Because if you could get to heaven by being good, Jesus wouldn't have died on the cross. He wouldn't have let men spit in his face and they got a big stick and they beat him with it. And they pulled the beard off his face and they they did awful things to him. And then, boys and girls, the Bible says, he that had never sinned became sin that we might have our sins forgiven. Boys and girls, Jesus never would have died. He never would have left heaven and come to this sinful earth and died on the cross and then rose again if we could get to heaven by being good. But we can only get to heaven, as Freddie sang, you can't get to heaven without S-A-L-V-A-T-I-O-N. That spells salvation. And that's when you have your second birthday, when you receive, when you turn from your sin, when you tell Jesus you're sorry for your sin, and then you follow him, you ask him to forgive you of your sin. And then you can go to heaven. But not everybody goes to heaven. Now listen carefully, God wants everybody to go to heaven. Oh yeah, there's room in heaven for everyone, but not everybody will be in heaven. Sadly, it's very sad. Some people, they think they can, they live a better life than most, and they think if they go to church, then one day they go to heaven. Boys and girls, you won't get to heaven by going to church. If you stand in a church, it doesn't make you a Christian any more than standing in a garage makes you a motor car. Boys and girls, you need to be saved. If you're not saved, then you won't go to heaven. Boys and girls, it's a sad thing. But I want to tell you today about a little boy. And he wasn't as fortunate as you and me. His name was Barney. This little boy, his name was Barney. And Barney, boys and girls, he didn't live in a nice nice house like you would live in. And he didn't have a nice pillow and blankets and a cosy warm fire in the winter. Barney was what we call a street kid. He, his mummy and daddy had died when he was very young. Very young. And Barney had to fend for himself and he... 
he just uh, used to sleep in shop, shop doors and in the park under the hedge and, until he found himself, he found himself down a dark alley one day, he found a barrel, an old barrel. It was down a dark alley behind all the shops. So Barney, that was his house. Now, it wasn't really. That was his safe place. That's where he went at night. Barney lived in a barrel. I mean, he only went there at night. He, had, he found an old coat at the dump and he would put it round him. But down the alley, he knew he was safe there. It was dark and he could hide and, and he, could, he could get to sleep in the barrel. Boys and girls, he, he often would go to sleep very hungry, very hungry and very cold. You can see he's got no socks. He didn't have a coat except that old one, the dirty, smelly one he put around him. Often in the daytime, he'd walk around the park and sometimes he'd look in the bins and sometimes he'd find, he'd find old wrappers of ch chips and there'd be a few chips left and he'd eat the chips. Sometimes he'd find bread that people had been thrown to the swans and they hadn't eaten it all and he'd eat the bread. He was often hungry and sad and always lonely. But this particular night, he got in his barrel. Winter was coming and, and he, he snuggled up, he, he got in the barrel he, and he, he kind of snuggled up in the barrel but he couldn't get to sleep, he couldn't get to sleep. So he thought maybe if he went for a little walk, he, you know, that would tire him out a bit. So he, he got out of his barrel, he walked up the dark alley into the main street. He lived in the big city, I didn't tell you that, but he lived in the big city and he walked up the road in the big city and boys and girls, as he was walking up the road, Nearly all the shops were closed, but there was one or two, you know. But anyway, he looked in this first shop and it was, it was a bed shop. A bed and it was all a great big glass window. And he looked up and there was bunk beds and there was little beds and there was great big beds. But there was one particular bed that caught his eye and that was a bed right in the middle of the showroom window. And it had a big cosy quilt, it had pillowcases and it looked so cosy and snug and it was a cold cold night and Barney just stared he just stared his, wind, his nose pressed on the glass like that and he stared in and he thought wouldn't it be nice wouldn't it be nice to sleep in a bed he could never remember sleeping in a bed but he longed to sleep in a cosy warm bed and boys and girls he didn't stop long because if, as he stopped and looked it was cold and he walked a little further up the road and he, he saw this other shop windows, great big windows, and there was all these fires. It was all electric fires, of course, all these fires, uh, different ones, different sizes, but there was one that caught his eye and it was the one that was glowing orange. It was the one that was plugged in, the switch was on, and there was all of these little coals on top. Of course, it wasn't real cold. Barney couldn't understand that. And, and there was a little light behind it, and the fans were turning around, and it was all glowing orange, and it looked so warm and cosy. Barney couldn't remember the last time he was warm and cosy. And as he stared in the window, looking at the fire, he wouldn't it be lovely to be warm and cosy? Boys and girls, he was hungry and cold instead of being warm and cosy. But he walked on a little further and boys and girls, he came to a shop that was open and boy, oh, he could uh, go and smell, have a big smell. Go on. Oh, it was the burger shop. Oh, it smelled so good. And there was people, there was mums and dads, there was families and the, the place was packed but it was one, one table that caught Barney's eye and there was a mummy and a daddy and, and a, a, a boy and a girl and they were just about to get up and there was half a cheeseburger and the little boy had left half a cheeseburger, the little girl had left a, a, a fries or a chips and there was this big drink and he wondered what that was. It was a banana milkshake. Oh boy, don't you love banana? 
one of milkshakes. Anyway, boys and girls, Barney, he looked and he could see this man walking around, walking around the burger shop and anything people had left, he's picking it up and putting it in the bin. And Barney thought, my goodness, he thought that, that they've left that food. So Barney went in and he walked up to the table. There was the cheeseburger, half a cheeseburger. And, the, and Barney put his hand out to pick up the cheeseburger and the man went, Oi, you, get out of here, you scruffy thing. Oh, but never mind about but, clear off. And the man picked up the burger and threw it in the bin. Well, Barney was no wimp, but a big tear filled his eye. He thought, my goodness, here I am. I'm so hungry, so cold, so lonely. And I wasn't stealing. I mean, they didn't want it. And the man's picked it up and thrown it in the bin. Well, boys and girls, Barney thought he would just turn around, go back to his barrow, and all of a sudden, he heard some beautiful singing. He heard someone singing, Jesus paid it all. Well, Barney didn't know who Jesus was. He'd never been to Sunday school. He, he, didn't, he didn't go to day school, so he, he didn't go to assembly. He lived long ago before there was social services and Barney didn't know who Jesus was. The only time he'd heard the name of Jesus, sadly, very sadly, the shocking thing it is, was when someone used it to blaspheme, to swear, to curse. How could anybody do that with the name of Jesus? The Bible says there's no other name under heaven whereby we must be saved. Of course, the devil knows that. That's why people use that lovely name when they're angry. They don't use the name of Buddha or Hare Krishna or Muhammad. They use the name of Jesus because the devil wants that name to be put down. But it won't be and it isn't because it's a name which is above every name. And anyway, Barney, that's the only time he'd heard that name when it was being used wrongly. But he thought, he, heard, he listened again, he could hear the singing, Jesus paid it all. He thought, well, he didn't know who Jesus was, but he looked across, there's a little, little hole, he said, gospel mission, welcome. And Barney didn't know what a gospel mission was, but he thought, if Jesus is in that shop and he's paying for everything, I'm going in. <laughs> oh yeah, he's just a simple lad and he heard Jesus paid it all, so he went over, he popped his head in the door and as he did, all that hot air blew down. <laughs> Have you ever been in those shops on the winter's day? I love it. I don't like going shopping really, but sometimes I go with my wife and on a winter's day you walk in the shop and all the hot air blows down. I just like to stand by the door. You feel it on your back. But Barney looked in and he saw one empty seat right at the back. The house was full and Barney listened that a woman continued to sing, Jesus paid it all. And then a man stood up with a Bible. And the man said, I want to tell you, I want to tell you today about a wonderful city. A city where there's no sadness. Well, Barney's ears pricked up like that because Barney had often been sad. Man said, in this city, there's no sickness. Well, Barney thought, this is amazing. He'd often been sick. And the man said, in the city, there's no suffering. Well, Barney was just listening. He thought, my goodness, I'm going to find out where this city is. And the man said, in this city, there's no death. You'll never die. Oh, boys and girls, it's very sad. It's very sad when someone you love dies. It's the most saddest thing of all, isn't it? When someone you love and care about dies. Barney's mum and dad had died. And Barney thought, this is amazing. A city where nobody dies. No sorrow, no sadness, no sickness, no death, no pain, no night. 
Boys and girls, no night. Because we know this city. This city was heaven. The man was speaking about heaven, the place that everybody wants to go to. But you have to be saved. And the man said, in heaven there's no night. And boys and girls, in heaven, mummies and daddies can never say, it's time for bed because there's no night in heaven. You know, you're up 24-7. Well, there's no time in heaven. People say, what are we going to do in heaven? Well, you'll never get bored because you only get bored because of time. But in heaven, there's no time. And Barney listened. And he listened about heaven, how it was a city as pure gold and there was a street of gold. But the most wonderful thing about heaven, it was Jesus was there. Jesus was there. God was there. And that's why it was never dark, because he's the light of the world. And Jesus said, if you've got Jesus in your heart, you'll never, ever walk in darkness. Even in a world that's full of darkness, Jesus said, I am the light of the world. He that follows me shall not walk in darkness. And Barney heard about the city, but then the man said something that made Barney very sad. The man said, in heaven, there's no sin. And Barney didn't need anybody to tell him. I mean, he, he knew. He knew he was a sinner. I mean, and whenever he, whenever he told a lie, he always said, honest, honest, this is the truth. He knew it was wrong to lie. Whenever he looked at something he shouldn't be looking at, he always thought, made sure no one else was looking. Whenever he took something he shouldn't be taking, he always did it, you know, secretly. And now he knew he was a sinner. And the truth is, the Bible says... All of sin, the Bible says the wages of sin is death. But it says the gift of God is everlasting life. In actual fact, the Bible says if you say you've never sinned, because there's some people that do, if you've never sinned, listen very carefully, not just young but old, if you've never sinned, you can't go to heaven. I know, you can't go to heaven if you've never sinned. Because Jesus Christ came into the world to save sinners. The truth is if you've never sinned, the Bible says... Not, not the preacher. The Bible says if, you've, if you say you've never sinned, you're calling God a liar. And that's a sin. And you're deceiving nobody but yourself. Barney realised, he realised he could never go to heaven because there was sin in his heart. And he was just about to get up and walk out. And then the man said, but you can be forgiven of your sin. You can be cleansed from your sin. And the man said, the blood of Jesus Christ can cleanse you, can wash you from all sin. And then he explained that. He explained that, that Jesus shed his blood on the cross, that Jesus, God's Son, the one that created the heavens and the earth, the one that said, let there be light and there was light, the one that made the dry land and all the animals, the, the fishes in the sea, the one that created Pluto, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, the Milky Way, the one that created the universe, he was the one that left heaven and came down. But why? Because God will punish sin. God will punish sin. The wages of sin is death. That's not talking about dying. We're all going to die. That's talking about the second death. The Bible speaks about a place of torment and fire and an awful place where the flames are never quenched. And, and, and Barney listened. Barney listened. But the man said, but today... Jesus died on the cross. And the man said, the wicked men nailed his hands to the cross, but they thought the nails held Jesus to the cross. But that would have been impossible. That would have been totally impossible. Jesus made dead people live again. He made blind people see again. He created the universe. It would have been impossible for three nails to hold God to a cross. 
the boys and girls sung it. It was, it was his love. Boys and girls and, and those in the house this morning, it was my sin and your sin that took Jesus to the cross. But he, he laid down his life. Nobody took it. He laid it down. And it was love. It was his love. For God, listen to this. This is a verse the boys and girls would have learned at Sunday school. For God so loved the world, the whole world, that he gave his only begotten son, that's the Lord Jesus, that whosoever. You see, God has done what he's going to do. He, he sent his son, Jesus gave his life. But now there's something every boy and girl, every grown-up must do, that whosoever, that, that includes, that's a lovely word, it just includes everybody in the house this morning. That whosoever believeth, and that word believe means to trust, shall not perish, but have everlasting life. If you don't truly believe that you're a sinner, if you don't truly believe that Christ is the only saviour, then you will perish. But Jesus said, if you do believe, then you have everlasting life. And Barney listened to the preacher preach. And you know, the, the preacher said, if you receive Jesus into your heart, he said, it says in John chapter 1, verse 12, then you become part of God's family. But the man said, you have to turn from your sin. He used a big word called repentance. But he said, you need to repent and turn from your sin. Tell Jesus you're sorry for your sin and ask him to cleanse you with his precious blood and then you'll be forgiven of all your sin. And Barney thought, all of my sin, but I've done so many bad things. But the man emphasised again, he said, all of your sin, you'll be clean, you'll be new, you'll be new inside. Well, boys and girls, Barney went straight down the front when the meeting had finished and he received Jesus. He said, dear Lord Jesus, Please forgive me of my sin. Thank you for dying on the cross for me and rising again. And please come into my heart that I'll be a part of your family. And boys and girls, at that instant, Barney became a new Barney. He looked the same on the outside, but he didn't want to lie anymore. He didn't want to cheat anymore. He didn't want to look at dirty things anymore. He was new. He was new on the inside. And boys, he goes, now he had a best friend. It was Jesus. He was so excited, he didn't even tell the man where he lived. He went running off and he jumped in his barrel and he was so happy on the inside. He had the joy, joy down in his heart. But you know, the weeks went on and now the winter was, the winter was at its height. And this particular night, Barney got in his barrel and he couldn't sleep. He turned this way and he turned that way and it was cold and he was sick, he was hungry and he was so sick he just prayed. You see, God hasn't promised when you're saved there'll never be any troubles but he's promised to be with you in the trouble, in the difficult time and Barney knew now he could pray and he prayed. He just prayed a simple prayer. He says, dear Lord Jesus, I'm cold, I'm hungry, I'm very sick, will you help me please? And the next minute he heard, oi, 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 well, what we got here, then, eh? what we got. It was a policeman. And boys and girls, the policeman, he heard a sniffly walk down the alley and he looked at Barney. He thought, my goodness, this little lad is very sick. It wasn't time to phone the ambulance. He put him, he picked him up, put him straight in the police car. They went straight to the hospital. And there in the hospital, Barney got a lovely, cosy, warm bed. And they gave him a hot bowl of custard and they cared for him. And Barney thought, oh, this is so, this is so good, but he felt so ill. 
he felt sure the doctor came along. The doctor put on his stethoscope and he, he listened. But he said to the nurses, he says, this little boy, this little boy, he's, he's very ill. You need to watch him. Don't, don't go far from him. Keep your eye on him. He said, I'll be back in an hour. The doctor came back in an hour and he listened again and he said to the nurses, he says, I don't know if this little boy is going to make it. He's, he's very sick. He should have been in this hospital long ago. He's, he's, he's malnourished. He's, 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 he's not well at all. And boys and girls, Barney, you know what Barney was doing in his, in his sixth state? He was doing just what you've been learning about this, this session in Sunday school. He was telling the nurses and he was telling the doctor about Jesus. He was telling them John 3.16, just like you've been learning, just like Amy Carmichael. He was telling the nurses and doctors about Jesus and he went to sleep that night. He was so snug and so cosy. The boys and girls, he never woke up. Barney never woke up again. But that's not the end of the story. Oh no, this story has a happy ending. Because you see, Barney, remember Barney when he was in that mission hall? He turned from his sin, he'd repented, he'd asked the Lord Jesus to come into his heart. Remember, remember that? And that day, that day, Barney's name was written in heaven. You see, God has a book. God has a book in heaven. And it says in the Bible that whosoever's name is not written in God's book will not be allowed into God's home. Listen to what it says. Nothing impure will ever enter heaven, nor will anyone who does what is shameful or deceitful, but only those, listen, that only those whose names are written in the land's book of life. So that moment that Barney received Jesus into his heart, his name was written in God's book, the land's book of life. So Barney's never been cold again. He's never been hungry again. He's never been lonely again. Barney's in heaven. Heaven's a real place. Now, boys and girls, I never knew Barney, but I just know about him, and I know this story is based on a truth. But I knew another little girl, and when she was nine, is anybody here nine? Is there anybody nine? Nine. Well, let me tell you about this other little girl that I knew and Ruth knew. When she was nine years old, on the west coast of Scotland, in a little place called Arica, in a little tent mission there, just like you're having a tent mission, and it wasn't such a big tent, but a little tent mission there, that little girl, her name was Dawn Joy, she gave her heart to the Lord Jesus when she was nine. And that day, when she was nine, her name was written in heaven. The boys and girls... When she was 22, isn't she a lovely young lady? When she was 22, she went to the hospital, rushed very quickly, just like Barney, and her mummy was with her, and the, and the doctor said, you're going to die. He said, you haven't got long to live. But boys and girls, she wasn't afraid. She, she didn't melt down. She, she didn't have a nervous breakdown. She, she, she didn't hide herself away. And she wasn't flippant, but she said, well, I'm not afraid to die because 
Her name was written in heaven. She said, I'm not afraid to die because I'm saved. I'm saved. And boys and girls, a few weeks after that, she went to be with the Lord Jesus. And she, like Barney, has never been sick again, never been sad again, never been in pain again. But I just want to ask you one question before I sit down. I know at Sunday school you have quizzes. I want to read you one more verse. Listen to this last verse I'm going to read you. Because it's another whosoever. There's a lot of whosoever's in the Bible. But it says, And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. My question to you today, not just to the boys and the girls, but to everyone in this house, and I don't want you to answer me, but the question is, and I want you to think about it, think about that book that God has, the Lamb's Book of Life. And my question is, is your name, is your name written in God's book? Because if it's not, then you won't be in heaven. And you won't know of God's blessing in your life today. But it can be. The moment you call upon the name of the Lord, you will be saved. Let's just have a little prayer before we continue. Heavenly Father, we thank you for everyone in this house this morning. And we pray, Lord, that you would speak on. And pray, Heavenly Father, you would convict of sin. We pray, Lord, before this day's out, the young and old would call upon your name and be saved and be safe. Amen.